Hello and welcome back to the TikTok pod where I teach you how to increase your TikTok followers and likes and we interview some of your favorite TikTokers. My name is Nico Tart and let's get right into the episode. What is going on everybody? Welcome back to the TikTok podcast. I'm your host Nico Tart and this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything TikTok related. Now, before we get started, let me go ahead and give a quick word from our sponsor, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. Now, before we get into the podcast today, boys and girls and whoever else is fucking listening, I just want to say I feel good, okay? I tried to record this podcast like maybe an hour ago, and I was hungry. I couldn't do it. My mind was split in two different places, and I just wasn't thinking straight. But now, I had some eggs, had some sausage, your boy's full, ready to go. My words are coming out smoothly. My speech is flowing. I'm fluent, and I'm ready to start this podcast. So, Today's episode is all about bringing value to you, the listener, which honestly every episode should be about. But you know, sometimes you got to get a little bit personal, a little bit selfish and do things for yourself. So, but like I said, today's episode is all about you. So if you can tell by the title or if there's no title, because I don't know how these podcasts, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Today's episode is how to amass a following on TikTok and keep it because once you get it, you got to keep it and take it with a grain of salt. This these steps can be applied to um, most social platforms, such as Instagram, YouTube, um, any platform you're trying to amass an audience on. So, if you want to take notes, you probably won't. You probably don't need to because you can just listen to this podcast over and over and over and over again, which you should do because that helps me and it'll help you if you need to, you know, hear stuff again. So, jumping right into it, we're gonna start with, um, or I'm gonna start with um, going over the things that I'm gonna be talking about. Some of them kind of uh, lap over each other, but that's okay because I'll just tell you how and what you can do to, you know, make sure you're doing those things a good in a good way. And then we're also going to talk about mistakes that I've made with my TikTok and um, some things that I think I can do better. Some things I can, like I said, I can do better. Some things I think that I should have did better when I was blowing up. And yeah, so um, first few tips. That it, when it comes to growing and maintaining a TikTok audience, uh, post daily, post niche content. I'll tell you what that means. Post original content and community building. So these, I would say, are the four most important things I've kind of taken away from all of the influencers and personalities that I've watched and listened to over the years of uh, trying to build an audience and building an audience over social over social media. So first one, post daily. Now. Like I said, you have to be contextual to the platform. This varies from every platform. Uh, Starting off with TikTok, you can post as much as you want on TikTok, and no one's going to give a fuck because they don't see all of your posts in a row when they're on the For You page. At least they might see them in a row when they're following you if they don't follow that many people. But when they're on the For You page, um, you can post, or not when you're, but all right. When you're posting, TikToks, you can post as many as you want because, like I said, the way that people see videos on TikTok, they're not going to see all your videos unless you obviously go to their page. So, posting daily isn't a problem there. You can't oversaturate that app because, like I said, the app is feeding the content to you in such a way to where you won't be oversaturated with that creator's content. So, unlike YouTube, where, say, 
I mean, I guess you couldn't really oversaturate. I mean, yeah, you, you could oversaturate it on YouTube by posting 10 times a day. That's too much on YouTube. No one's going to watch all 10 of your videos in one day. YouTube is by far a place where you should be posting less less quantity and more quality videos. But like I was saying, TikTok is different and you can post as much as you want there. People aren't going to see all your videos in one day, most likely, unless they go to your page. And so you can like kind of curate an idea of like what you want to do for the day or what kind of videos you want to make for that day and then put make all those videos and then post them for the next 10 days or post them in the next three days. It really doesn't matter on TikTok. I'm telling you right now because I've done it and I've seen the videos. Like it doesn't hurt the video performance overall. So post daily and yeah, don't ever like, if you're trying to grow a platform though or grow on a platform, don't like not post at all. Obviously that's just like, that's not how you grow obviously. So yeah, don't not post at all, especially if you're, um, like actually getting traction and getting some views, like you want to keep that momentum going. So, but that, you'll hear that later when I go to get to my mistakes. So next is niche content. Now, what is niche content? Um, if you don't know, it's like, uh, basically it's a subcategory. So say you got gaming. Um, gaming is like a niche, but to get like an even more uh, better idea, you, you should, uh, to, to like, a better idea of that would be a category under gaming, so FPS or um, RPG or uh, racing. Those are niche niches niche. What do? How the fuck do you say this word? Niche 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 content. Th those are niches under um, the niches themselves, which is hopefully not confusing. I don't think it's not really that confusing, but the, that word is just, it's whatever. So niche content. So niche content and community building kind of go together. When you're producing niche content, you're going to want to also like, this is kind of where it gets complicated, I guess you could say, because this is kind of what they call branding. And it doesn't get that complicated if you don't think about it that much. And you just kind of say, okay, I'm going to do this in every video. I'm going to do this in every video or not like do something in every video, but have kind of like a theme or a, a saying or like a background when I, when you make a video and that's more community building, but not to veer off topic here too much back on the niche content, posting niche content is a good way to uh, kind of like, first of all, separate you from the people that aren't posting niche content. So if you go to an account, Say I'm a viewer, I go to an account, I see a video, and they have a bunch of kind of different videos, like my account, basically. And you're just like, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. Every video kind of has its own idea, its own, um, like, thesis, and, like, its own kind of, like, it's not related to the last video in any way, obviously. And that's okay, but you still want to make sure you're still building, like, a, you still want to make sure you're still kind of trying to connect you in some way to the last video because that's how you build a community that's how you grow a fan base and that grow a fan base that actually like is a community because in my opinion i guess there kind of is but there kind of isn't there's a difference between a fan base and a community community they're kind of more invested into what you do and they kind of know like your little um quarrels or sayings or 
just they know a little bit more about you than your average fan base. And that's kind of what community building is. It's giving them an extra thing in that video to be like, oh, I like that about him. I'm going to follow him because of that. And hopefully it continues in his other videos because that will just um, build our relationship even more with that content creator. And next thing we're going to go ahead and move on to is original content. Now, obviously, when it comes to producing any content on the internet, um, it, it's, it's just, it's hard because nowadays, actually, it's not hard. Let me just leave it at that. It's not hard to make original content, but it's also not hard to copy content. So I can see how people fall into the trap of going on YouTube or going on TikTok or any other platform and just stealing somebody's idea and just taking it for their own. Say they already have a lot of followers because they did something in the past that got them there. Stealing a small account's idea. I actually saw a video example of this and it was some guy roasting some dude because he saw a video on a small account, commented on it and said, thanks for the idea, smaller account. And then he went and made the video and on his account, it blew up. It got like um, like under 100,000 likes on the small page. I think it got like 10,000, and on the big one, it got like two, 300,000. So, yeah, stealing content does work. It's been proven. It's not a nice thing to do. It's not a morally correct thing to do. I mean, I guess it depends on the person, but stealing content, it's just kind of like this nasty thing to do in the social media space. And when you get caught, it's even more um, nasty, especially in the people's eyes, because obviously if you don't get caught, it's like, all right, no harm, no foul. But when someone catches you and like another big creator puts you on blast and you're like, oh shit, you stole his video idea and you got views and you didn't credit him. It's like, oh, you're kind of a scumbag because uh, like it or not, like if people like on YouTube, it's a lot different because people are actually making money and sustaining their lives off of their content they produce there, or at least from um, some people that is their situation. But on TikTok, it's more lenient, I will say, because people aren't like absolutely depending on the app to produce a source of income. And it's not their main source of income, I'm guessing. So post original content for those reasons. And just because no one likes to see the same video over and over again. And then like people, people like original content. Original content is just gonna do better if you're good, if you're capable, if you're talented. If you make a good video and it's original and no one's seen it before, it's like on TikTok, it's most likely gonna do well. Okay, so and if it doesn't, you can always repost it. That's a, the good thing about TikTok as well. Like people don't give a fuck about reposting shit. They'll just post it if it flops again, and they'll post it again and again. Like I've seen accounts that literally have the same fucking video over and over again. I'm just like, this shit really works. I can't believe it's not. The algorithm isn't like taking this down or like put or like shadow ban shadow banning this account for spam or anything. But like I said, it's a lot different from YouTube. If someone were to post the same video on YouTube, honestly, I don't know. That might be an experiment I test. We'll see. But those are honestly the four main points. We had post daily, niche content, um, original content, and community building. Um Community building, like I was saying, is probably one of the most important things if you want to have longevity in your um, audience. Uh, like I said, it builds relationships. It builds just a closer and like a closer feeling between you and your audience. Some creators who are my favorite and have done this, I will say, 
a little bit controversial, Logan Paul. He does a great job of doing this by he, – he, at least he did a great job when he was blowing up with his Ma- Mavic brand and uh, Be Original, Be Creative. His brother, Jake Paul, actually did this. They're actually really good branders if you break it all down. But, yeah, they they both did a really good job at community building, um, hence the reason they both have over 15 million followers on YouTube and 10 million followers on other platforms. But – those are my main tips for community building. If you guys have any more questions or thought I was kind of too surface level on any of those points, please uh, leave a rating and a comment. Tell me what you want to hear and like just break it down a bit more. Now, some mistakes that I made with my account are honestly some of the like exact opposite of the growing and maintaining the audience tips. So... Yeah, it kind of like allowed me to evaluate my own account when I made this list of stuff that I wanted to talk about for this podcast. And that's kind of why it's easy for me to tell you guys these things. And it gives me a good, you know, like credential. Like I I did this. I kind of fucked up here. Don't do this what I did. Don't do what I did. Okay, so mistakes I've made. Number one, viral video follow up. Now. I didn't think about this until like I started making this podcast, like I said, but man, actually I probably did, but man, either way, it is very, very, very essential that when you have your first viral video, if you're trying to have um, like longevity and you're trying to actually sustain growth for a long time until like, you know, you're not satisfied, but until you're like, all right, yes, let's go. I, I, I didn't make it. I like, you know, you, you you want a viral video follow-up. Okay, now what I mean by that, my first viral video on TikTok was me kicking a soccer ball from my sidewalk onto my roof. I was like, hello, fellow TikToker. If I make this shot, follow me. If not, just keep scrolling. Now, I kind of followed up with that, but I did like two, I did like one video after that was the same thing, but it wasn't as good because it was kind of set up in a way, but not really. I still have to make the shot, but the viral video should be in a way almost identical to the last one you made, so people know that it's you again. And it doesn't have to be like that on every platform. So I'll, I'll just use YouTube and I'll stop saying every platform. Like, I'm going to compare YouTube and TikTok. Um, say you had a viral video on YouTube and you didn't follow up with the same kind of video. I that that next video would not do as well for a few reasons. Now, obviously, people aren't looking for your second kind of video. Like if you blew up off the first video, you're gonna wanna just like I don't know. I wanna explain a lot, ex- not explain a lot, but I wanna dive into how and why you should follow up with the same kind of video, but that's niche content if you know what i mean if you're if you have a viral video and the content that you like making and like that style of content you should make another video like that because that's only going to enhance the audience you already captured and just give you more of a boost and it's going to keep that snowball rolling it's going to keep that momentum going and that's social media in a nutshell so viral video follow-up is very important now what i should have did when i had my first viral video was i should have went back to that spot 
in my head, this, this is what I should have did. This might not have been like, because there is no, obviously, no blueprint, no sketch of how to do it exactly. But in my head, I should have went back to that spot and be like, oh, I made the shot or something, something of that essence to where the people who saw the video the first time and followed me knew that I was back in that same area and they were more likely to engage with that because they saw a video that um, they liked in that last area. And I don't know. I just feel like doing the same thing over in a sense to what got you to that point is obviously what you should do. Don't switch it up. Like, don't do what I did if you get a viral video. Don't be like, all right, man, what, what's next? I need another viral video idea. Like, bro, you just found what people liked, or at least you, you know, you made some kind of progress. Like, um, like do it again. Like, make another one. So, yeah, viral video follow-up in the same kind of fashion. You guys get the point, I'm, I'm guessing. I feel like I've articulated enough that you should, you know, kind of do the same thing, but with a little spin on it, maybe. But try to do it in the same area. Try to, you know, get the same quality video. Try to make the same kind of format because that'll start building that uh, community and that'll start building that brand of for you. Next uh, mistake that I made when I was blowing up on TikTok is not posting for a week. Now, this is kind of personal. Obviously, you're going to want to post daily when you blow up with anything of that source. Not posting for a week is just unacceptable. I guess this was kind of just something um, personal that I thought that I should have did. Because when I blew up, blew up, I only have like, I'm losing followers too, like 60,000 followers. <laughs> I'm losing followers. But either way, when I was blowing up, I didn't post for a week. And it was kind of personal. And... Really, when I don't post on social media, it is really personal. Like, I'm either not feeling well or I'm just not happy genuinely. So um, don't, like, if you're not posting, don't get down on yourself for that because that, like, overall, it doesn't matter. Social media is just, uh, like, it's it's not really there, for being honest. It just, it's just videos. So, yeah, don't make it too um, – unless you're, like, you know, sustaining your livelihood off of social media, then post. But – do it in a way to where you don't feel forced. But yeah, like I said, I just, I was, I didn't post for a week because I was just honestly probably sad about something at that time. Uh, I'm honestly kind of sad right now, but you know, we keep the vibes up. We keep moving forward here. So th that doesn't matter. But I do actually, while I'm on this note, want to use one of these podcasts as a kind of venting, um, you know, Kind of like therapy. Kind of like therapy. We'll see. We'll see if that happens, though. I'm not really sure if that audience, if that fits this audience. We'll see, though. But I'm not really sure what the fuck fits this audience besides TikTok podcast. You know, me talking about this fucking app. But either way, um, yeah. Make sure you're posting if you're blowing up. Um, it's going to help you, and it's going to increase the amount of obviously people that are coming to your account and people that are seeing your videos. And it's just if you're not posting, you're not blowing up. Simple as that. So. Next one we have is, or next one I did that I wouldn't do now is uh, make videos that relate to each other. Now, this kind of goes with community building, or I'm sorry, this is community building. Um, if you go on my TikTok account, you'll see that none of my videos are in a way really relatable besides soccer or, yeah, it's really it. Um, 
I will say this. When I first started doing doing TikTok, I did have the intentions after my first soccer video blew up of keeping that train going and like doing kind of soccer related videos. But once the winter came, I just kind of said, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I feel like I can do at that time. But yeah, post videos are late to each other. So soccer is a good one. Sports are always good. Food, cartoons, um, drawing, art, stuff like that. If you're actually, if you're really creative and can edit a lot, like a guy named Micah Kohal and Three Dot Corey, they can they can edit really good. So their community is probably people who are really interested in quick and flashy edits and stuff like that. And for someone like me who had a viral video off of me kicking a soccer ball, my community, my community, most of them, um, I would assume, are soccer fans. So if I were were to post a soccer video, it will most likely do better than normal off the off the rip. If you know what I mean, okay. If when you have a a base audience, you just like if you're trying to grow, really, and you're trying to like you know if I, I don't know, I guess if you're not trying to grow, but if you're trying to see consistent engagement after you have a viral video, always post or post that post stuff that relates to that viral video in a way of some sort. You know, don't think too much about this kind of stuff because. I don't know. It's just like it's it's there to help you, but it's not there to confuse you because at the end of the day, you never know what somebody is going to like and you never know what people are going to react to in what way. And you only find out that stuff by um, making stuff. So um, those are the seven points that I had for the growing and maintaining and mistakes that I've made. A few other things that do come into account, but um aren't really like things that you would think about as prolifically are posting times. Um, there are good times to post on TikTok or better times than other times, I should say. Uh, I like to post usually at like noon and usually around noon, around 5 p.m. or 8 or um like just anytime past 12 really because I'll give you my reasoning noon lunchtime in my head people are getting ready for lunch or getting back from lunch and they're going to be on their phones for 10 15 minutes or they're just kind of you know taking a quick break five is the time where people usually are getting off work so I wouldn't say exactly five honestly I'd probably say around 5 45 or 6 or 5 30 or 5 45 um, but people are getting off work, getting ready to go home, unwind, take a break, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, eight is more for the dinner kind of like audience, I guess. People are at the dinner table. They're chilling with their family. They're talking. Oh, no one's talking at the dinner table. Let me get on my phone, scroll through TikTok. Oh, Danico Tart right there. Let me follow him. Just saying, Danico Tart one on all social platforms, if you didn't already know. But Yes. And like I said, um, anytime past 12 or one, because that's when the, when the night hours are up and anybody who's up past then has nothing productive they're doing. Probably uh, that might not be true, but they're probably not consistently doing something productive. They're probably, you know, chilling a little bit on TikTok, trying to see what the content is like on there. So, yes, be aware, but not like cautious of what times you're posting 
The main thing is just the post. I will tell you that right now. Posting is the hardest part. Next thing, next little tip is you want to make sure you're sharing on all your other socials. I know that you're not going to get the amount of um, engagement and the amount of engagement, I guess is the only word I'll use, on other platforms like you would TikTok because it's not their um, native platform. But telling people you do have a TikTok account and giving them and giving them that um, option to be able to share your content is more of the idea behind sharing on um, other platforms. So, And it makes it easy because TikTok gives you the option to um, download the video, share the video in GIF form. Let me actually go on TikTok right now and give you all of the specifics on what they give you the option to do. So you go down on every video, there's going to be obviously the four little buttons. They give you the option to save the video. They give you the option to copy the link, to send a message, to Snapchat it, Instagram it, Instagram story, Facebook messenger, Facebook post, Twitter, email, and you click on other. There's three dots. You can, if you're in a room with a bunch of people, you can airdrop it to somebody. Um, and yeah, there's just a bunch of options too. You can post it on LinkedIn, Discord, PS5, PS4 messages. Like there's a bunch of ways. So be sure to share your content on other platforms so people know um, that you're friends with. Because usually when, or at least in my city, in my situation, the people that I follow on other platforms are friends and stuff. So if they didn't know I was on TikTok, now they know. Next thing is profile appearance. This is kind of related to branding and community building. Um, but like, it's not something you can really do, um, in the videos. It's kind of just something you got to worry about when you're making a video, I guess. I don't know. Profile, profile experience, profile appearance is hard to, um, explain, especially for TikTok since there's no thumbnail. It's kind of like a GIF on your page. YouTube is very good at, um, profile appearance, like customization because every thumbnail you can have correlate with the last one or correlate into one big picture if you really thought about it. I've never thought about that, but you guys know how on Instagram people have uh, one image broke down into nine pictures. Um, that's possible on YouTube if you think about it. You could have, uh, it doesn't matter, but it's possible. Um, and the next thing, probably one of the most underrated things that people just like kind of neglect because it's not the easiest thing to get to is collabs. Collabing with creators is direly important because, well, you can get exposed to a massive audience at the click or the snap of a finger, or I'm sorry, to be specific, the push of a button. And it allows you to, like I said, get exposed to a new audience like very quickly. And if your audience relates to the other TikToker, which is the best way to do a collab is to um, find somebody who is in the same niche as you and you guys make a collab, that is just going to naturally, your audience is going to merge and it's just going to cause your accounts just both to grow, okay? It's just common sense when you have an audience that mixes with another audience and they both have the same interests, then stuff, it's just bound to happen stuff is just bound to get magical and yeah um guys that's really it i did have three 
I guess I can kind of shoot over them, but they're not really like important. This podcast was about bringing value. So fuck that. I'm going to keep it right here. I'm going to end it right here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, if you guys want to be a guest on this podcast, the TikTok pod, please reach out to me um, through DM on Twitter, Instagram, or through email, denicotartbiz at gmail.com. That's D-E-N-I-K-O-T-A-R-T-T-B-I-Z at gmail.com. Um, please be sure to leave a rating. Um, I greatly appreciate it. You guys have been really supportive on the last episodes. Like they're getting way more views than I anticipated, not views, way more listens than I anticipated off the rip. And I just, I'm, I'm thankful. I really am genuinely. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks to anchor for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, I make money off this shit. It's, it's dope. It's fun. I like doing it and I'm gonna do it for as long as I want to. So peace out. TikTok pod.